Hi, I'm Nikhil. And I'm Sharita. And, and this, this is, is The Adulting, Adulting Project. Project. Where we talk about how to navigate your 20s. Welcome back to The Adulting Project. I'm here with my bestie, Sharita, where we discuss key issues and important topics as you transition into adulthood. Hey guys, so I know it's been a while since we've recorded an episode. Nikhil and I have been crazy, crazy busy. I've personally been really busy with work. I've been working like probably nine to 10 hours a day. And then as the weekend hits, I feel completely drained. But, you know, I feel like we need to still be disciplined and consistent. So I was like, so Nikhil and I were like, okay, we're going to sit down. It's a Saturday. Let's I'm do it. for the beach to the Outer Banks in like two hours. Yeah, yeah. And like no- nothing's packed yet. So I'm like, okay, Sharita, let's just, let's do this. Like, let's stick to our commitment. And also it's, it's felt weird because we haven't recorded. So I think it's good that we're setting aside the time to do that. And that's what you do with commitments is. Agreed. You, like you said, stay disciplined and consistent. Yeah, exactly. And especially because like, I kind of see these as like a little therapy session for me. <laughs> like Nikhil, we're gonna just rant and talk about all these different topics. So I always feel really good after recording a podcast and putting it out there and like knowing that I'm helping you guys kind of navigate the troubles and challenges of adulthood. All right. But on that note with discipline and consistency, today we want to talk about a really, really big topic that I feel like a lot of people our day and age are really experiencing and that's overstimulation. I know personally for me, I get super distracted throughout the day. Sometimes when I'm working, I feel like I always have to be doing something. And I think my biggest culprit, like my biggest enemy is my phone because I literally get so distracted and it's like, I can't sit still. So Nikhil, I kind of want to ask you something to start this off. Do you feel like you have trouble focusing whenever yes, you're working or like, what's your experience with that? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, part of the reason I wanted to have this as our episode for today is I think we both try to decide on episodes together on whatever is like relevant to our <laughs> like, current standing. <laughs> like la- our last episode was on living at home versus moving out. That was um, a relevant discussion for us. And so now I I see myself decreasing in produ- productivity because of just the constant amount of dis- distractions that I have around me. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I'm actively working on. I'm not coming from a place of having it already figured out. It's uh, actively, you know, working on it. And so definitely at work, um, there's a lot of times where I'm just drawn, drawn out of that because of different notifications on my phone um and that that can come with uh just a lot of different social media platforms um and then friends texting me and stuff and then me having that need um I don't know where it comes from but it's I don't know if obsession is the right word but I always have to like answer them right away where that's not the case because then that it takes time to first be drawn out of your work respond or come up with a response and then it takes an additional amount of time to get back into that flow state of whatever mm-hmm. you were doing previously mm-hmm. um, so I think with that it's just rewiring me um, to react to every single ring and ding and 
we're now we're nowadays I just it feels like we're so used to being on our phones and staring at our screens. You see that at restaurants and public yeah. places. People are just walking like on a sidewalk, but they just <laughs> their phone. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh no, I'm I'm honestly I yeah, I'm guilty of that. Sometimes after the gym, I'm like rushing around because I go to the gym in the morning before work, right? So like I'm like, oh my god, I need to answer these texts before I log on. And I'm like walking in the parking lot, but then I'm gonna get hit by a car. So like I need to stop doing that. But yeah, agreed. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I've noticed because I'm constantly getting distracted is in the recent future, future um, no, sorry, in the recent past, I feel like I'm always saying like, I, like I, I forget a lot of mm. things a lot more mm. easily. Um, yeah. And so I was doing a little bit of research on this and it's something that some people coin as digital dementia, where we rely on our devices for outsourcing so many different things, whether that's ordering groceries or keeping a grocery list, GPS, doing just simple math. Um, I, I, when I was a kid, I used to remember everyone's like phone numbers and stuff, like for all my friends. Now it's just like not feasible. Um, not saying that we need to describe those, but then just even entertainment, like uh, it, it's gotten to the point where it's so bad, like <laughs> where I'm on the toilet, just like <laughs> looking at. <laughs> I do that too. Even just like walking from my room to the kitchen or something, something simple and stupid, where I'm just I have to be like I'm like watching yeah. like a show in the middle of doing something else, whether that's eating food, cooking food, when that's basically to some degree multitasking because I'm entertaining myself at the same time trying to feed myself and that takes away from both things Um, yeah yeah it definitely I mean it's super unhealthy too right because it's like when you're not looking at something like looking at your phone you're just like what the heck like what am I doing and then you feel the urge to just pick up your phone again and text someone or like you know play a game or something. And like, personally for me, I noticed I was doing that a lot. Whenever I would go to the grocery store, I would get so confused. I'd be like, why the heck am I here in the first place? Because I would go on my phone, see a text message and then be like, wait, what was I getting? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And honestly, I stopped doing that. I'm like putting on do not disturb. I'm like, nobody, I'm not looking at anybody's text. Sorry. You're going to have to wait, (laughs) but yeah. And it honestly creates an anxiety for me. I've noticed, um, Because sometimes when I go to bed, I get nervous to put my phone on do not disturb because I'm like, oh my gosh, what if my friend or somebody needs me and I don't pick up the phone, but also that's just unhealthy for me to always be on edge and wanting to pick up my phone when I hear a buzz. So honestly, what kind of saved my life is do not disturb in those focus modes on the iPhone. I'm not too educated on Androids, but that is something I definitely suggest for people who are struggling with getting distracted, put your phone on do not disturb. Trust me, it will really, really help you. And even I noticed too, I have been on the weekends when I don't have work, sometimes I get antsy and anxious and I'm like, I have to be doing something like productive. I can't just sit still and enjoy the present moment. And that is something I'm really working on is to just take it all in and not feel the urge to just go on my phone. So Nikhil, I know definitely me and you have been talking about this actually for the past couple of months. Um, what have you been doing day to day to reduce distractions and from losing focus? Yeah. So do not disturb is definitely one of my big ones that's helped um, tremendously, um, especially on the weekends when I just want to be present with my family and with myself, whether that's being outside and whatnot. Um, 
And then another one that I recently just implemented is on your phone, you can go to your settings and do the invert color filters um, with the triple tap of the home screen. So now um, during the day, pretty much all, all of the time, uh, it's my screen's just black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by reducing all the different variations of colors, it's less stimulating and pleasing to the eyes. Um, and then I, I've kind of experimented just on my own that I use my phone a lot less because it's more of just a block mm-hmm. um, and less of <laughs> like a dopamine hit Yeah. with each time that I'm looking at my phone, um, especially in the morning. Um, in the morning, you're the most sensitive to just diff- uh, any kind of stimuli um, and you're very impressionable. So that is like, you're, you're, that must be your sacred time when you're not getting any alerts and notifications um or looking at anything that's maybe stressful like the news right because uh, that's just gonna your your cortisol is already higher when you wake up so increasing it that much more um is just hazardous to your health um and another thing about waking up and you know going straight to your phone is because you're very impressionable uh, whatever you do first thing in the morning you're gonna have that incessant need to do that throughout the rest of your day because mm-hmm. it's been programmed at the beginning of your day. Um, so I've noticed that there's, okay, I'm guilty of maybe going straight to TikTok. Like, right when you wake <laughs> oh, up. I've it's done that. Yeah. Definitely not good. Uh, especially if it's like a weekend, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything. You know? Oh, I did the same thing last weekend. Bed. And then I notice I've elevated my baseline level of dopamine for the rest of the day so that I have to go to something like TikTok or the equivalent to reach that same level throughout the day. And then that just steals time from the rest of my day yeah um, and so I, I guess I, I kind of went on a tangent there but that's one of my solutions is that black and white and uh just not using my phone at least for the first hour that I wake up and then typically after that first hour um I'll only use my phone for something that I really need to do uh, whether that's scheduling an appointment or whatnot um another thing that I've started to implement um, I know this is a common one is having your phone in like proximity, close proximity um, mm-hmm. will definitely increase the need to feel like you're you need to be on it um, or have that temptation. So so keeping it away mm-hmm. from you uh, is definitely helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I personally I like how you brought that up, Nikhil, because what I start doing while I work is either <laughs> is I actually leave sometimes my friends on FaceTime, Nikhil and I have been doing this for months, but I basically call it focus time. My coworker and I actually do it all the time and she calls it presence. And she's like, do you want a presence today? And I'm like, heck yeah, because we just leave each other on and then you're less tempted to go on your phone because you guys are both working together. And it's like, oh, like she's on FaceTime. Like I'm not going to just go and check my text messages or start playing a game. Um, So that's really helped me. And then I would, exactly. And then it's like, if I am working, what I start doing now is sometimes I put my phone in a different room. I use my Apple watch to put a timer for 30 minutes And then after that 30 minutes goes off, I get up and I do not go look at my phone. I just, you know, stretch or like walk around, get a snack and then come back because what you mentioned earlier, right? It will just, it will basically ruin your workflow if you just go into TikTok or whatever, something on your phone. And then you're just like, wait, what am I doing again? Like what, where am I picking off? Right. So that's kind of something that's been helping me too. Um, And also kind of going back to the whole black and white thing on your phone, that's really helped me too. Um, And 
I personally deleted my social media for, I think three weeks. I was on like a little dopamine detox actually. So I really, you know, got rid of my social media and went on more walks and, you know, even picked up the phone and called my friends that I've been meaning to catch up with. And that's really helped me. I've seen a very, I've seen a big difference with my anxiety levels when I do that. Um, and also something else too, meditation. I know Nikhil and I, we've done some meditation before, even if it's for five minutes, I highly recommend because you're literally just focusing on one word and focusing on the presence on your mind and your body. And that will really help you too. And it's discipline and it's consistency. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to just meditate for one day and you're like, Oh, I'm so focused. Like I got rid of ADHD or something. No, it doesn't work. It's really, you know, really hard. And one of my other favorite podcast guys, I listen to Rob Dial. He always says life is either it's hard now and easy later. And that's very true because you have to put and implement these habits now so that it makes your life easier later. So that's kind of my personal experience too, of what I've been doing. And, um, Nikhil, I also yeah. wanted to ask you something about this, but I kind of want to mention that, you know, when you're on your phone and stuff so much and getting distracted, it also bleeds into your subconscious mind. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed that. Yeah. Cause it just takes away, um, from whatever you were previously thinking about. Um, and whatever you're, it bleeds into your subconscious mind in the sense that you're all you become more and more dependent um, on your phone and you're constantly looking for those notifications whether you want it or not um, and so one thing I've noticed is like whenever I get that notification or buzz or vibration in my phone it's and then it's not like the right place to look at it like I feel myself like physically restraining myself to, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another thing, it, I don't know if I'm like alone on this experience. So Sharita, tell me if you've experienced this too, mm -hmm. but sometimes I feel the buzz and I look at the phone and there's no notification. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all in my head. That's so scary. No, no, no. Honestly, I can, I can understand that because you're so used to hearing the ding, 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 ding. And you're like, yeah. Oh my God. Like it's in my mind. Right. You're and that's in super high alert mode all the time. Yeah. Flight or fight mode. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, I also like what you just mentioned, right? It's like, oh, you hear the ding. I also want to talk about what this is kind of off topic, but it also starts affecting your relationships as well, right? So for example, one of my biggest pet peeves is that when I'm with a friend and they are just on their phone constantly while we're having dinner or getting coffee, that is just like really disrespectful to me because it's like, I'm not on my phone. I put my phone away and yeah. I put it on do not disturb. And that's really rude. We are carving out time to see each other and talk about things. And that's something I've noticed too. I even sometimes I'm walking or something in a restaurant and I see like a bunch of teenagers on their phone, not talking to each other. And I'm just like, yeah, like, what, what the, the hell heck? Is that? Yeah. It honestly pisses me off. And I'm guilty of that. I used to do that when I was a teenager, but now because I've been working on myself and trying to be better, I just get really, really annoyed. And I'm like, frankly, if you're just going to keep doing that, I'm not going to hang out with you and make time for you because we, our time is precious. So that is something I also wanted to mention. If you don't start paying attention to your distractions and then it's going to bleed into your other relationships. Going off of that, I think it's good that you mentioned doing the dopamine detox. I feel that like that's becoming a really trendy thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just 
uh, just to reiterate, uh, it's for like a few days where you minimally to not at all use your phone, TV, social media apps, um, and you kind of just embrace that boredom. So typically it's the easiest to do over a weekend when you're just at home. Um, and like Sharita mentioned, a lot of like alternative low dopamine activities to create that reset or detox um, would be, you know, going for walks or exercising. Um, lots of different creative outlets like drawing, painting, um, cooking your food, playing an instrument, um, as well as introspective, reflective things such as journaling, meditation and reading. Um, and so the point of all these activities is that I mentioned is they all take time. It's not, you don't instantly finish a book. Mm-hmm. You don't instantly get the food ready. Like you do at takeout. Um, you're not perfect at the instrument that you play. Um, and so they, they all are a sense of delayed gratification rather than the, with TikTok, each scroll is instant gratification to the next video. Um, and I don't know that, that we can go into a whole nother tangent about attention spans and how <laughs> these times it's like a two we'll minute video. Like, no, We'll talk about social enough. media. Yeah, we yeah. got to talk about the social media in the next in a different episode. But yeah. So yeah, and um embracing that silence uh is really good and that quiets your mind to regenerate those creative out um outlooks that you might have not had before because you were just in autopilot mode all the time. Um and so I do want to preface that um just because you did this detox uh, for a few days doesn't mean you should immediately regress and uh, resort back to your previous habits. The point of this is to create um, momentum so that you can keep and proof that you can keep improving. Um, so, yeah, I, I I personally like to believe that everything should be balanced and um, dopamine equals pleasure, and there should be a balance between like pain in un, quote unquote pain and pleasure. Um, and that pain doesn't have to be physical. It can be that discomfort, like the restraint I was talking about when not reaching for your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's if pleasure is consumed in excess, then over time you'll become desensitized to it and require that higher level of dopamine to feel normal. Mm-hmm. By doing this, um, it makes you less lazy. Um, so obviously that increases your produ- productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, that gives you back more control of your life. Yeah. And I also want to go back to what you were talking about with the dopamine detox and how that doesn't mean to regress. And I will be honest with you when I was doing it, I mean, it is so freaking hard at first. I was so used to, you know, going on TikTok and scrolling, but like there, I remember when I was doing it, I think back in April, I was just sitting there with my thoughts and I was like, what the heck? Cause you know, sometimes it's like, I use my phone as an escape. Cause I was like, I don't want to really feel this feeling or acknowledge whatever trauma or something event that happened in the past, but you know, it's going to be hard at first and, but overall the benefits are going to be great. Um, and it'll help you understand yourself a little bit better too. What's the longest you've gone like on TikTok, <laughs> and then not realizing how, how much time has passed, bro. That was during quarantine 2020. Oh my God. I remember my screen time on TikTok. I think was eight hours. Holy shit. Eight, it was say- really bad. Yeah. Eight hours. And after that, I was like, oh my God, I cannot be doing this because I don't know if you experience this, Nicole, but sometimes when I'm on TikTok or like Instagram or something too much, my brain feels so mumbly jumbly, like yeah, weird. Like I feel crazy. Like I feel like, I feel like someone's like stretching my brain or like, I feel so confused sometimes. And it's like, it pisses me off. Cause I'm like, yeah. I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. Well, cause on, at least on my side of TikTok, um it's 
a lot of like information and self-education stuff. So it's like a lot of key insights that I learned, which is really fascinating because um, there's never been kind of a platform where you can learn so much information so quickly. Um, but because of that, there's just an overload of information that people just aren't used to yet. Like we've never kind of been in an era where we're constantly just absorbing so much information in such a little amount of time. And so that can be super exhausting and draining um, at the same time. So mm-hmm. you, you want to be, I guess, I'm not saying don't use these 100%, but you want to be strategic about when you're doing it. Um, so you, that could be, I don't know, maybe at the end of the day, rather than in the morning or in the middle of your workday when you have other things that need to get done. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. And I know sometimes I want to point this out too. Sometimes people have families in, you know, for example, my grandma's in Bangladesh. A lot of my relatives are in Bangladesh or my cousins in Canada. And it's like, you have to sometimes have social media to connect with them. And actually one of my friends was like, Sharita, like, how do you do that? My mom is back in Egypt. And I was like, well, listen, you can set times with them to call them. Or honestly, I think she was saying how her, like she has Facebook. And I was like, honestly, you can delete Facebook and just keep messenger and just call them through messenger and tell them, Hey, I'm going through a dopamine detox. I'm not going to be on social media for a while. And, you know, they will respect that. And even for me personally, I don't really like texting anymore. I send voice notes or I just call my friends because I notice sometimes too with texting, it's like, I'm texting multiple people at the time. And I'm like, wait, what the heck were we talking about in the first place? So that's also something I would recommend is like just calling people more often rather than just texting and i've definitely seen a big difference in my attention span with that and focus overall because you're connecting more with them mm-hmm. on a deeper level rather than te- just text yeah 100 percent. yeah i feel like it's just i guess the stimulation or the dope yeah the dopamine essentially is a drug because you get the you know i mean you secrete dopamine when you get high for example <laughs> it's, it's the same Four thing 420 <laughs> In the same sense, you're like eliminating the craving. Um, so the more that you do something on a consistent basis, then the more likely you're you're going to do it, um, whether you feel like it or not, because it's you're training it into your subconscious. Um, and so some simpler examples are like if you have soda whenever you have pizza um, or dessert every time after dinner, um, then yeah, consistently, you're going to crave that uh, automatically or subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And um, the same can be said for when you talk positively versus negatively about yourself, your brain will get used to the majority of whatever you do. And Mm -hmm. you're, you're turning your thoughts into reality. So, so I like to start my day off by I I know it sometimes can be cheesy for people to do positive affirmations, because it's like, oh, it's not actually changing anything. Um, maybe not that one day, but each day at a time consistently, you are tra- transforming how you think about yourself and how you see yourself. Exactly. Um, you're rewrite. You're literally rewiring your brain and people can say it's crazy all you want, but it works. It works. You're literally manifesting in a way um, similar to kind of what you brought up. It's kind of sidetracked, but it's I'm reading or I'm listening to an audio book called Psycho Cybernetics. And he really mentions that how you kind of act like you already have it, right? If your self-image mm-hmm. is super negative of yourself, you need to change it to positive and consent and just keep doing that. And don't worry about the how, like you can set a goal and pretend you already have it and you don't have to worry about the how because naturally your brain, once you train it, like you're literally going to start seeing things kind of start 
setting into reality. So sorry, kind of went on a tangent there, but yeah, (laughs) but yeah. Um, Overall, I think this is a very important, these are just important steps to take now, right? Whether that's dopamine detox or implementing small habits throughout the day to reduce distractions and increase your focus and productivity. And it's honestly better to do it start now rather than later, because as you get older and, you know, go into other jobs and create more relationships with others, it's important to start these now so that these, uh, you know, the negative habits don't bleed into more areas of your life. Yeah. And um, aside from like all the stimulation, um, just doing rather than overthinking uh, and waiting for things to be perfect. For example, this podcast, like we were scared to do it for a long time. We don't think each episode is perfect either, but we believe that the more that we do it, the better that we'll get at it. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> so thank you for listening. And if this really helped you, please share it with a friend or family member. Remember to follow us on our Instagram at the adulting project podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. And remember, life is a journey and a gift to experience. This is the time to explore new things and learn as much as possible. It is okay to not have everything figured out. Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye!